Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey there, Cinema Cult. This is Matt in Virginia, and I was hoping to get a request in for your summer break movie lineup. The film I was wanting to request is 1987's Back to the Beach, starring Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Uh, the film itself is a bit of a satire of the classic beach party flicks, which Frankie and Annette were pretty big staples of. Of course, being from the 80s, has some new built-in nostalgia, along with some cameos and maybe a few familiar faces. Uh, but truth be told, it's actually been a while since I've seen the movie, so I'm actually looking forward to seeing what you guys think about it and to see if it still holds up. So I definitely appreciate it, and if you all have any travel plans this summer, I certainly hope you remember to pack plenty of peanut butter sandwiches. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to Simical Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And this episode, we're doing a listener pick, as you already heard. Uh, it's to go into theme with our summer break movies. Um, even though we kind of somehow came with, like, we did not, we were just going to pick movies that were in the summer. And then all yeah. of a sudden, Matt pointed out it was like kids actually taking a summer break. Yeah. And but so I just want to do is just stand by yeah, me the place in like uh, borderline the fall time because it was like September of. Yeah, it's Labor Day weekend, right? I think so. Oh, uh, yeah, you might be right. So, tech, I don't know. I mean, nowadays, school starts after Labor Day. But back in the day in when we went now. to school, yeah, it started, school started at the end of August. Yeah. Um, so, True. I don't know. So, we have um, some sort of theme going on this month. Yeah, it still works. <laughs> uh, so, back to Fla- the flashbacks. That's what our <laughs> yeah, theme is, flashbacks. flashbacks. <laughs> Takes place Not in bad. a distant era. Yeah. What do you think this movie has on Rotten Tomatoes? Matt, um, Matt, Matt knows, right? You know I know. Matt. I know. You, I was going to okay. lie for viewers' sake. I did. Oh, yeah, wow. you were gonna... 68. Not bad. And 71. My oh, wow. God, Hanto. Dude, we're going, Honto... to Vegas. we're going to Vegas, baby. You're that oh, yeah. close? Give me that money. Give me that money. Uh, yeah, because I'm sure they have tables. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure they have tables there. They're like, back to the beach, 1987. What's the number? Like, uh, 68? <gasps> uh, uh, uh. Where's your, your Rotten Tomatoes table at? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would be um, actually a real, like a really fun like roulette game. And then you know how, their... like, and then you know how like the slot machines have, they have like different sounds according to like the theme. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes are just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like that sounds weird. <laughs> this is Vegas, that sounds weird. <laughs> okay, hey, this guy, so... this guy's counting movies. This guy's counting movies. He's cheating. Hanto, <laughs> you seen this movie before? I saw it uh, a few times as a kid. Okay, uh, this is fresh. You fresh? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the uh, yeah, I've seen it a bunch as a kid, but I don't remember anything about it. Okay, until, until this viewing. Is this a Comedy Central movie that like? Remember when Comedy Central used to play movies all the time? No, a friend, to- a friend of mine actually owned this, and so when we when I would go over there, we would watch it. And this happened several times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a few times. Man. It's like your bean story. The key with the key with the beans. <laughs> but this one is uh back to the beach. Man, high school was a crazy time for you, Hanto. Yeah, yeah. Ba- back to the beach. Oh, this is like yesterday. <laughs> okay. So Matt, since you already knew what the rotten tomato score was, I'm gonna let's do a rotten tomato score for another movie that's related to this, and I'll get to why. So the movie is 1978's Grease. What do you think it has on Rotten Tomatoes? Just so we can do some kind of Rotten Tomatoes guess. 87. 50, 55. Hanto? 87. 75. Okay. So, okay. Do you know why I referenced that? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize it until halfway through the movie that he was in that. There's a couple of people. Is there a couple of people? Okay, we'll get to it. I don't want to spoil your fun. Um, how much do you think this movie costs to make? Matt, I'll start off with you. Uh, seven, seven dollars. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. A million, two, okay. no, two million dollars. Hanto, 
eight million dollars. Twelve million dollars. Wow. What? Um, I'm sure some that went to like the the salary the bands of, and stuff. Like Fishbone. Yeah. Um, so yeah. on a twelve million dollar budget, how much did it make? We don't have uh, international. We only have domestic. How much did it make domestically? Honcho, I'll start off with you. Twenty million. Matt. Um, any number will do. I'm sorry. I had a, I had a sneeze and it I was like so. I was yeah. holding it in. Uh, groundbreaking. How much um, did it make? Oh, 24 million. No, wait. Me or you know the answer to that, or it sounded like you thought he was like, "How much did it make?" 24. Oh yeah, million. I remember seeing this number. Uh, 20 million. Did I no. literally just say 20 wait. million? Oh my Matt. god! I did. You're eventually uh, going to say every number, and one of the, it's going to be right eventually. Eight million. It made eight million. Is that really office. your guess? Yeah. Uh, that's your final. Yeah. Okay. It made thirteen million. So not oh, even wow. close. But yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that was kind of close. It was kind of close. So. All right, Hanto, uh, take us through. One. Nobody cares. Guess? Nobody's keeping track, man. <laughs> that's Nobody's all that matters. I won. Round groundbreaking. Um. <laughs> what? what? Huh? Is there an echo? Did you hear echo? an echo on that? Echo? No, you and Hata just started repeating the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird. You interrupted me, and then I asked what, and you also said what. And so I was, oh, trying, okay. to, I was trying to uh, mirror what you were saying. Chris was, yeah, it's because Chris was reading Hata's cue cards. Oh. <laughs> Where? Uh, directed by Lyndall Hobbs. Uh, didn't really do much. Uh, directed an episode of Parker Lew- uh, Lewis Can't Lose. We've referenced and, that show like a handful of times on this podcast. We? Yeah. Hmm. I Maybe just remember not, that. I, I just remember the, the 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 person who played the titular uh, character of Parker Lewis was in that movie Drop Zone with Wesley Snipes. I just I remember from the stand. Yeah, and he was in the stand. Yeah, as, like the, the the nerdy dude. Yeah, motorcycle yeah. or whatever. Uh, she also directed what? Is, what? What are we talking about? The stand. <laughs> Open your ears, Matt. No, wait. Open your ears. Open your ears. <laughs> Open your teeth. Wow. The guy, wait, what is the guy, what is, um, what's his name from the stand have to do with this movie? Did uh, you the, zone out? The director. No, I was trying to follow and you guys. The director weird, like, of this shorthand. movie directed an episode of Parker Lewis Can't Lose. And then Chris and I went on a tangent and we're talking about Parker Lewis Can't Lose slash The Stand. That's the was that the alternate title for oh the my movie? God, I'm moving on. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, directed an episode of The Wonder Years and then directed a couple of Shaka Khan videos. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. The movie stars Frankie Avalon as, and I guess he never really has a name in this movie. It's just known as Annette's husband. They never, oh, really? call, him, they never call him Frankie or anything. They just, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Beach Party, Operation Bikini, Muscle Beach Party, a lot of those Beach Party movies, uh, which is why this is like a parody of the those movies. And then he pops up in Greece as the uh, was it the beauty, angel? beauty school dropout? Yeah, beauty school dropout. Um, Remember that, Matt, with the girl with the yeah. pink hair, and then he starts singing to her. Yeah, I yeah. did not realize it was him until like halfway through. But I guess like the reason why he he was the one that wanted to get this movie made because he was he did so many of those beach movies back in the sixties. And he just mm-hmm. um, one last ride for the you know. And there's a weird uh there was a weird rights issue with the movie where they couldn't use the name Frankie. Oh, because really his name was Frankie in some of the beach movies. Oh, like almost. So you couldn't even I think. Yeah, so he couldn't use the name Frankie, so he That's had so to weird. use the name Annette's husband. That's interesting. ridiculous. It's like, you, wait, so I can never just be my, I can't use my own name in these movies. I think it's just because it's a beach movie. I oh, can't use my own name in a beach movie. Man, copyright law is so stupid. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Uh, Annette, also starring Annette Funicello as Annette. Uh, also the, a bunch of beach movies, Muscle Beach Party, How to Stuff a Wild Bikini, Beach Blanket Bingo, and then she was also in Babes in Toyland. Uh, and then we have the daughter, Lori Laughlin. Full House, 90210 Reboot, uh, and then Amityville 3D. Uh, With Meg I, Ryan. Did we talk Meg, about that last week? I think so. Have you seen, yeah. have you, any of you seen anything past the first one? No, uh, I I've seen, okay, it's, watch, um, I think there is a good, uh, isn't, there is a good sequel, isn't there? I like it, but it's like cheesy good. It's um, Amityville About Time, I think it's called. 
Okay. Or it's about time or something. Okay. Um, there's some. It actually stars one of the main characters is the girl from PCU. Um, she's like the main girl from PCU. She's in a few other things. Oh, she's the in brunette. Man. No, no, no. The, the like the reddish hair. Red hair. Uh, she was in Encino Man. She's like the the character that um um Backer, like a guy secondary character Megan Ward. Megan Ward. Yes. Okay. She was in Encino Man and then PCU yeah. and. Joe's yeah. apartment and the Brady Bunch movie. Wow. Oh, was she? Okay. Yeah. Cool. So Parker Lewis can't lose. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. What does um, this have to do with the stand? Amityville. Yes. It's, about, <laughs> it's about time. That's what it's called. It's yes. Called it's, it's on Shudder. Um, is it really? Sequels. Yeah. It's, okay. I think it's decent. What is, okay. So what is the deal with the Amityville movies? How many Amityville movies are there again? 23, oh I think. Uh, it's, 23. Uh, it's 23 because there's no, um, there's no rights issue with the Amityville name. So they're all Amityville movies. There's like there's, 23 to 26. There's, there's 10. There's 10 movies. No, no, it, it is in the 20s. If you type in, um, I don't know, type in, Chris said there was um, a lot of, <laughs> he's panicking. There's 16, um, 16. I think it's in the 20s. No, I'm, I typed it in. It says 16. Did it say 16? Yeah, okay. It was 16. still up there. Uh, well, wait, still, wait, like, but is it, is it one of those things where. Uh, making them to keep the rights or something. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, for instance, Haunted is uh, those Japanese vampire movies that we were watching. Okay. Where, like, Dracula's name's on top of the title, mm. you know? And it's, like, because it's just, like, they, they threw, like, Amityville on, like, foreign film titles just, like, to slapped get. slapped it on there. Just, yeah. It's, like, I think some of those Hellraiser movies, right? Because, like, a lot of them are about, like, it's, like, a murder mystery. And then Pinhead shows up for, like, a minute at the end. Yeah. Uh, but I I think it's like the what is it the second or third house movie I think it's the third house movie in the series it's probably the third one yes yeah yes. that's like it's like I can't remember if it, it counts and it doesn't count or something it's something really weird okay like it's the, the title off you know it's like it's like slapped on but it's like not even really about about yes. that movie or whatever yes because yeah right Chris you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah yeah are you talking okay. about as far as like the third one being not a part of it then the fourth one comes back and then it's part of it again it's a really yeah. weird like yeah we should do a uh, month of just those types of movies just the one-off uh in the series just like there you go ha- house three halloween three um that's all i got uh yeah maybe we can <laughs> maybe we should rethink this <laughs> I'm, I'm doubling back right now Okay, keep going. Uh, we got Demian Slade as Bobby, uh, probably best known as the newspaper kid from Better Off Dead. Okay. This is the, the son who's yes. like the punk rocker. Um, Tommy Hinckley as Mike. He's in several seasons of Mad About You. He oh, was- go back. You just blew Matt's mind because you didn't see the important one, I think. Oh, Demian Slade. Uh, what did I miss? The, the kid, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is that the kid from Return of the Living Dead 2? I uh i did not see Ooh. that i would have said it if it was no really you it wasn't even in a lot of movies okay i would have I for sure sworn... i would have for sure mentioned that if it, if it was him do you know what i'm talking about though? i do the... yeah it's the, the it's kid, like the, the bully kid. the bully that gets turned yeah. into a zombie yeah yeah he looks like spot on him and it's like the same like oh yeah because he had like the 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 switchblade uh comb yeah because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, yeah. hey, yeah. hey he has it in better off dead yeah, he does. He so, says yeah, $2. He he's movies. like, yeah, plus tax or whatever, or yeah, change, or I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my god, I tried to be so unprofessional. So unprofessional. <laughs> Devin Holden, I was that was a sneeze, by the way. It wasn't a, it was a sneeze. Nobody, hey, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, dude, how what is that s- with you today? He what, is did over you. what did that sound like on your guys' end? It sounded like a sneeze. <laughs> okay uh i was breathing uh and then like we just got like a a lot of just like it's almost like cameos and like comedians and basically people that exist around the 60s basically yes uh we got um i guess this isn't really like a cameo but it's dick dale and stevie ray vaughn they're playing guitar in one of the scenes uh dick dale is known best for probably creating the uh the pulp fiction like uh theme song yeah which no. is like huh. the, the huh. oh yeah there you go <laughs> mr uh mr lou yeah mr lou yeah oh speaking uh, of can you uh real quick type in dick dale and then type it back to the beach 
And Matt said, me and Matt watched this video. Oh, wait, don't like, hold on, let, let Hanzo see it. If Okay, yeah, just type in Dick Dale Back to the Beach just to okay. get a picture of him on stage or whatever. Okay, one second. And let me know when you got it. And I'll go ahead and fill time while I speak. Oh, I got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You okay, you see him? Yeah. Hanto, doesn't he kind of look like Bill Murray? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, me not, all right. that's not far off. I was going to say there's that um, Edward Furlong horror movie back in the 90s. Like the, is it Brain, Brain Scan? Scan? Brain Scan. Yeah. It looks like the main guy from Brain Scan. So it like does. Brain Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, that's a dude, good one. talk about Please. a movie I would love to watch for this podcast because that would be bizarre. Uh, for movies that, yeah, whatever we're gonna create on this episode, yeah. Uh, um, brain scan's good. Brain scan's kind of like a that movie was like kind of good, and then it does like a total cheapo ending, and you're just like, that's oh really? Yeah, really. I feel like Hot brain scan I, and Lawnmower Man would be a really good double feature. Dude, what machine, is this? Too. What is this lineup of movies you guys are just like? <laughs> like Dude, I keep mean, up. What is going on with you? No, no. It's I'm always, oh, I'm so done with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like so far, it's like these months that you're building where we're gonna watch House Three and Halloween Three, oh, and yeah, then we're hey, gonna I'm watch. Just, then hey. we're gonna watch Lawnmower Man back to back. That's all the same skin. month. That's all <laughs> the yeah, same dude. month. <laughs> no, we're gonna watch Lawnmower Man to Job's War. So. Uh, that's cool. gonna be the one-off. Yeah, so just deal with it, dude. We're I remember cover. I had Job's War on VHS, the second one more man, and it had like a holographic cover. Yeah, and I being this. like, oh, that's so cool. And then I watched the movie. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking Chris, of uh, Matt Furrer from uh, also The Stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. Parker My Lewis can't lose. Lose. He probably was in an episode of Parker Lewis can't lose. Probably. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was gonna say, Chris. Well, Chris bought. Speaking of Lawnmower Man too, Chris bought it, and he, he bought it just for the lenticular cover. And uh, I, I watched it before he did. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Watch this one," and I was like, "Okay." And I watched it before he did, just at a, on a whim. And it was it was terrible. Oh yeah, I mean, that's my Lawnmower Man two story. <laughs> I was like eight years hey, old. Everybody has one. Everybody has one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more for you, Hanto. I got one more. Okay. okay, look up uh, the main actor from this movie, which is Richard, A- or, um, uh, Frankie Avalon, right? Okay. All right, look him up from this movie, a picture of him, right? I mean, I remember the movie. Okay. You see what he looks like? Is he in a suit? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, now look up Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. <laughs> I already know. Dude. I already yeah. know. <laughs> now look up, but I'm looking up, look him up, dude. I couldn't get this out of my head the entire movie. Oh, wow. He looks spot on Joe Pesci from Goodfellas not, in this movie. It's not bad. The same hair. And every time, like... Even the pink umbrella on... in his ear. Even <laughs> even that, too. Dude, every time he would go on a fit during the movie, I feel like he was just, like, running around this movie. And he's like, he's like what do you mean funny? He's like... <laughs> he's going to pull out a gun shoot somebody in the foot. Yeah. Dude, we were talking about making, like, the clip or the, the still photo for this movie it's joe pesci in the suit and there's a surfboard next to him so people would be like oh it's back to the beach i think back to the beach hey i just looked it up 27 amityville movies 27 i just typed yes. in i just typed in the generic google search uh, i search. found an article and it said what order do you watch the amityville movies in and there was 27 on there i wonder so, if some of those are probably like fan films or something no no it's legit ones i've read this article i, I don't, I've done I, don't the do research. The, I don't do the google search around here so <laughs> Um, I do the ask Jeeves only. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> continue with your, so you were talking about a lot of these are just cameos and stuff? Yeah, uh, Connie Stevens as Connie, uh, best known probably for Grease and Grease 2 as the music teacher that everyone has the hots for. Oh, okay, yeah. I got kind of right. It's been a while since I've seen it. but. Yep. And then we got Ed Burns, uh, who pops up in a cameo, Grease as the TV host uh, during the dance. Mm, that doesn't ring a bell. You you'd know it. It's when they're doing okay. like the big dance competition. He's like, yeah. and then they like projects to like the diner or something. They're like, eh, it's Sandy or whatever, you know. Sandy, Sandy, yeah. oh baby. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Are you uh, Ed Burns from like the '90s independent scene? Like, like uh, Ed Burns? Uh, Ed Burns. No, no. Ed Burns. Uh, hey, it's Ed, me, Ed Burns. This is I'm in back with, to the beach. Ed with I'm back to the beach. Sandy. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Bob Bob Denver as the bartender Gilligan's Island, and then uh, lastly Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, previous episode Buffy the Vampire Slayer, 
known from all the Pee Wee movies and Mystery Men. Whoa, you forgot one there. (laughs) What? You you forgot the juice, dude. What's the juice? The uh, that time he was in that movie theater, uh, winking it. Oh no, that's Pee Wee Herman. Uh, OJ (laughs) was in this. Oh yeah, I was the very surprised. Because me and Matt geeked so hard because. All right, just to paint a picture, paint a picture for the viewer who hasn't watched this. They're in an airport, and all of a sudden, somebody goes to grab for a briefcase, and it's O.J. Simpson. And he gets up, he's like, oh, this is my bag. And they make a joke about how it's made of pigskin. He's like, see you later. He walks away, and this little kid goes, oh, man. He's like, did you see who that was? That was, and I think he says, like, that was O.J. Simpson. And all of a sudden, O.J. Simpson, out of nowhere, falls into, like, 13 bags of luggage. Yeah. And then the kid's like, ah, maybe it's not. And then someone stands on OJ's hand and he's like, oh, like, but <laughs> I was like, is this like Norberg? Be, I was going to say, is this supposed to be Nor- Norberg? But actually it's a parody off of uh, a series of commercials he used to do back in the seventies where he's running through an airport and then they're making a joke about that. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense. So Can I tell you, okay. without that knowledge, I legitimately thought it was Norberg with like the like <laughs> domino effect. I was like, are they mentioning? Are they doing naked gun here? Like, is this is a precursor. Yeah, like put his hand in cake. He's like, oh, yeah. steps in a uh, like a bear trap. Oh, oh, oh. Le- you know I love hate? though. Oh, yeah. stuck under the van. Gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna praise OJ for a second. No, um, no, don't do that. I love how OJ instead of like being a being a pro football player, he comes in the movies and he does like stuff like the Towering Inferno and that. And he's just kind of a straight man. And then when he hits the 80s, he's like, just make me look stupid. <laughs> and like, it's like from then on out, it's like this and the Naked Gun movies where he's just like goofy and he's not cool at all. And like, it's pretty funny, but uh, F that dude. For sure. But you'll still watch Naked Gun movies, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Because he gets <laughs> he gets horrifically injured throughout the entire movie. Uh, yeah, he's, dude, he's funny in the Naked Gun movies. Like, I'm not going to yeah. take that away from him. He's funny in the Naked Gun movies. Yeah, whether or not put that aside, um, I don't know. Do, you want, do we go down this rabbit hole? Because we can if you want to. Um, yeah. But whether he did it or not, but we're talking about a topic that's been covered a bazillion times. Um, oh, cool. For our 1992 audience. But can <laughs> I say, it? it's hard to believe that he did it when you watch him in the Naked Gun like stuff because you're like, oh man, he's like this funny dude. You know what I mean? And then yeah. when you hear about how heinous everything is, you're like, that guy did that? You know what I mean? Like it's very bizarre. No, so that's the cast and crew of Back to the Beach, 1987. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into this movie because it's a mess. Um, <laughs> it is. I don't even know how to organize my notes to talk about this, this movie. This right off the bat, I was already thinking. Uh, this is like we just watched this, Chris. Uh, Earth Girls are easy. The, yes. The comedy and like the uh. random it reminded me a lot of Earth Girls are easy, where it's just like. The plot is just like almost like I mean the plot's straightforward in this movie, but at times it's like nonsensical, and then it will just randomly bust out into the song and song and dance, and you're just like, what is happening right now? But it's only like two songs. Like it's not even that like enough to be like considered. I a there's it's like really I mean, there's like there's probably like four instances or five instances in this song at least so? or in this movie. Okay. Earth yeah. Girls are easy. There's like legitimately just like two sequences. I remember we were talking about it, like, is this a musical? Like no, it's just like. I think it was just that one scene. And, and it's like two songs later. Like, that's it. Oh, like, where her friend yeah. sings. Yeah. yeah, and then 15 minutes later, we'll cut to another song. We're like, wait, is this a musical? And then it's <laughs> yeah, like, I'm confused right now. Um, Dude, cocaine's a hell of a drug back in the 80s, I man. Like... Heavily, yeah. A lot of people did it heavily. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie is basically about... Oh, man, I want to start. So it is about these two famous actors from the 60s. Yeah, and they're kind of it's kind of a um, not a mockery of these older movies. It kind because of is. I feel like he that's kind what of it is. should have been. This movie, I feel like it totally blows it because instead of being like it becomes like it should have been like Brady Bunch. Yeah, where like yeah. they're out of their elements. Everything is like they're not like hip they should anymore. Be, they should still be rocking the sixties clothing. Well, they kind of do. Like her hair yeah. is very sixties. His yeah. hair is, um, but they should have made him more a fish out of water story. As opposed like not to them, fitting, not adapting to the times or or that kind of deal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the movie is basically about 
um, our main character works at a um, car dealership and he really doesn't pay attention. I mean, he does pay attention to his family, but they're like in a rut. He's basically it's, like uh, like uh, Robin Williams and Hook. He's like, used to have fun as a kid, you know, as a, as a youngin, and then just like, it's totally about business now and it's like super yeah. stressed and just kind of like a, kind of a jerk to his family. Yeah, I agree. And then and at some point, there's like a 20 minute conversation about peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Um, it goes on forever. And um, so talking about what Hanto, uh, he made a comment about um, OJ uh, being his favorite athlete of all time and person. Um, but Man, when I've, I've had it up to here with you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach to the screen. Um, but no, he was talking about how OJ used to do a commercial through uh, airport, and that was the uh, good... for Hertz, I think, is what the, the commercials okay. for. That's so, right, because when he, when he hits the, that luggage, he goes, Oh, this hurts. Uh, That's what he yeah. says. Oh, and he gets, he's like, It hurts. He gets hit, step. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but I guess, like, uh, Annette used to do commercials for Skit peanut butter, so it's like an in joke oh, again in the movie. But it's okay. like, man, why would you date your movie that like that? It is, like, so, so this movie is. So, this might be one of the most dated movies we've watched for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely of the time, and unless you grew up watching it, I mean, I did not grow up. Right. I only watched as a kid, but like the references are. I mean, even with the cameos, I even mentioned the cameos. The cameos are super dated, mm-hmm. all, like from the sixties, and it's like if you have a general understanding of like sixties pop culture, then this is like you got it. This is for you, you know. Yeah. But, and I'm that's not terribly what, familiar with with like all the comedians and like the TV shows back in the 60s. So there are so, times I had to constantly like look up like who's this person because it's like they're definitely on screen for a while and then just a cameo. The one I did yeah. catch was um, the guy from Get Smart. We used to watch that as kids. Yeah. Um, I think I had written him down. Don Adams, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's no different than like if you talk about like the scary movies. Um, like mm. when it's a comedy, it's on. But then when you get to like that second, even the first one, but, like the second one, they like parody commercials. Yeah. Like remember, like in the second like, one, uh, when they're going to basketball. Well, yeah, that. Oh, the, the Nike commercial. Thing. Yeah, the Nike yeah. basketball. And like, they're, like they're all, supposed to, they all happen like, to be uh, like uh, Super Bowl commercials too, because I think the Nike one is a Super Bowl commercial. Is it? The Bud Light one is definitely a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, so they're definitely just like picking on stuff that literally occurred the year before. And, it's like, and if you watch it now, you'd be yeah. like, if you were like 15 right now, you'd be like, so, I don't understand that. So dated. It would be so dated. Yeah. It's just like all those epic movies and uh, funny movie or whatever they're called. Yeah. But like, Literally, you pick oh, on yeah. the times and then your movie is not relevant five years later. That's why Naked Gun's great. You know, it's just comedy. It's They're literally just doing comedy, is what they're well, doing. Well, I disagree. I think it, they're doing comedy, it's strict comedy, but it also is a parody. Like yeah. you're making fun of Star Wars, but it stands on its own. You're making fun of cop also, movies, you're, but you're, it stands on its own. Also, you're picking on a uh, a movie that is like classically like just a a movie that's just solidified in Hollywood history. Whereas, like, yeah, I don't think the the Bud Bud Light was up commercial solidified in like. <laughs> well, even the fact that like the entire skeleton of uh, Scary Movie is Scream, Scream. and. The plot, the, the plot for Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Again, so it's like if you haven't seen either one of those movies, yeah, a lot of those jokes are going to go over your sure. head. But again, you know, Scream, if you're a horror fan, solidified in film history as like the movie that, yeah, basically rejuvenated the slasher genre, and then followed that with, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so the rest of the movie, so the whole movie is about them taking a vacation. Back to the spot where they were 20 years ago. Yeah, Hawaii. I think their whole plan was just to go to Hawaii and then they just yeah. end up staying in LA for the entire duration. Oh, yeah, they do. I totally they, forgot they, about they that. Missed they, the layover. They, missed, they missed the yeah. layover because Frankie ends up like uh, reconnecting with that girl, Connie, and then sings a song. And then and that's like, we just missed our 10, 10 hour layover. We're not going to. Not now. The, yeah, not now. And then it's I'm busy. Like, and then it basically turns into a whole fight for like a good portion of the movie until the whole movie is the fight. I feel like because while they're in LA, they go to visit their daughter, who's um, Aunt Becky Lori, from Full House, Lori, Lori Laughlin. Yeah, and the whole movie ends up staying there, and then um, our two main characters are fighting the entire movie, and they don't, it feels like they don't talk to each other for weeks. 
Yeah. And um, what's the, it's what like is one the, of those. What is the duration yeah. of this movie? How long are they in here for? Um, oh, they, like a couple days. It's like three. Oh, days. it's just yeah. it's literally just a couple days. I thought it was like yeah. I thought it was like weeks. It feels like <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, so like we have dogs at home. there's really no plot until the end but the whole movie is like them fighting and you get these random like instances so like let's talk about Wee Harmon shows up i was gonna say uh the whole the whole plot is he's like the frankie's kind of like this uh former surf surfer that gets like injured in the story that he tells you know dinner after dinner basically it's about the how he the humonga cowabunga from down under basically like almost killed him i guess or put him in a coma for a couple days yeah okay kind of like that's why he gave up the the surfing and that's why he's like such a serious dude now is because well yeah and then like the like it's just these are the way these like beach movies are constructed i've never seen just, any of them so i don't know how they're no, supposed to be well, it's just they're just supposed to be for fun like they're yeah. not supposed to be like there's not supposed to be a giant plot it's just kind of like uh situation to situation to situation but they're all supposed to be in good like good fun yeah just like yeah there's real it's like almost like no conflict i guess yeah i think it's hard because it's like if you don't know those movies like this is a spoof movie right yeah so it's almost like i mean it'd be like if we didn't watch any horror movies whatsoever and we decided to watch a scary movie yeah yeah Yeah. that's a good way to put it pretty accurate yeah uh i think the closest i've seen to a beach movie i told matt this is when they do uh Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters in that thing you do. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When they film that movie, talk yeah. about that movie is a plus. Yeah, I think that I think that yeah. might be a hundred percent movie. That's I up think. there. I just rewatched it uh, in quarantine last year because of the the yeah the singer who created the uh, the lyrics for that thing you do passed mm. away. Uh, I had rewatched it. I was like, man, this movie is like, I think this movie is perfect. Dude, the soundtrack is perfect. It's just an awesome movie. I would love to run into Tom Hanks and just tell him that, but like, dude, that thing you do is a, like one of the best movies that's ever. A, yeah, that's a huge you know? surprise because yeah, he directed it. And it was kind of like he's in only in the movie for like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, mm. or so, and then probably just... yeah. But like, um, he, I feel like he gets no like credit for how good that movie is. Yeah, nobody really talks about it. that's like his directorial debut, I think, or something like yeah. that. Well, then he followed it up like fifteen years later when he did Larry Crown. I think he directed it. The Larry and Crown Affair. The Larry Crown Affair. <laughs> and um, I remember I was so excited to see it. And it's very just okay. And yeah. it's such a shame because like that thing you do, like I wish more people talked about it. It's, I think it's, yeah. I, I don't want to say monumental, but it's, um, it's um, what's that word I use that you guys always make, make fun Iconic. of me for? Iconic. Iconic. It is. You don't uh, so back to the movie. So there's, a, there's like 45 minutes of like mm. random scenes. Um, like at one point, our main character goes to get a drink and he's depressed and Gilligan is serving him drinks. Yeah. And then this he's, is... The, he, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Me and Matt laugh pretty hard at this because <clears throat> Gilligan is telling a story and he's like, do you want to hear more of my story? And our main character like screams no. But the way he screams it, like we geeked. Like we were yeah. like three or four times. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But then, like I said, I was going into like Hugh Herman shows up at some point. Dude, this is um, like the the one moment in the movie, and uh, it, it reminds me of a part. Have you guys have you seen Three Amigos? Long there, time no, ago, yeah. there's a part that's in that, a, movie. that was a Comedy Central movie that I watched. That was definitely like, yeah, definitely yeah. Comedy Central. There's a part in that movie because it's almost like a straight kind of comedy western movie. There's a part in that movie where it just goes straight fantasy slash magic like for one brief instant and you're just like what is that all about it has like literally no bearing on the story whatsoever this happens in back to the beach because it's like Wee herman doing the uh the bird bird is the word basically song song and dance they put him out on a, a surfboard and then he just launches out with a, a blue aura into space and like you're just like what is happening right now we and and watched it and we thought we thought he exploded at first because it shows him <laughs> And you're like, well, what happened to you? When he screams, he's like, ah! <laughs> like, um, and then it cuts, and it's obviously like a Photoshop picture. Oh yeah, sliding across the screen. Yeah, they just drag. They had like you'd be you if you look closely, you probably see the person's finger dragging like the the picture across. It's magnetized. There. There's a magnet on the other side. He's like dragging it. 
and then there's like a scene randomly where Annette does a song with Fishbone. Yeah, I actually um, like the song. I kind of like the song. Do you? Yeah. Um, which was is it? random. I'm sorry. What's the name of this song? It's uh, had it like something had a ska. Uh, Jamaica because she ska. has no Jamaican, Jamaican ska. ska. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a series of events of like random things. I feel like the story doesn't really come back in towards like the last like 20 minutes or so. Yeah, or even 15 minutes. It's like it's really building to the the last like the basically the humongous cowabunga it's it, at one point basically they introduced that gang of like basically punks the punk surfers or the oh surfers. i call them tromaville characters dude yeah <laughs> they look like Tro- they look like class of newcomb high dude don't yeah. they yeah 100 yeah, sure. um, um yeah it's like the kid joins up with them because like he's trying to be a punk and it becomes this whole like battle of who gets the beach you know and then that's really what it's building to it's going to be a, a surfing contest between like the the punks and like whatever these other people are just normal people yeah i guess it's either even with the punks at one point it randomly clicks into a pajama party they sing a song they sing a song for five minutes and then the punks start dancing with the pajama party. Yeah, for just, they happen minutes. to they happen to live next door. They're like, oh, <laughs> pajama so party. So random. And yeah, they come. To, and and seriously, guess, that is uh, how it plays out. Again, I guess yeah. you know this is basically your your formulaic you know beach beach movie. I'm assuming that they do pajama parties in that movie and one of those movies at some point, which is why yeah. they do that. But the fact that they're so accepting to like the punk crew coming to the pajama party and like dancing. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You were a punk. Uh, but yeah, I mean, is there any other like memorable scenes or like scene that oh, you need to bring me, up that happened? Well, before we kind of uh, keep going with this, I want to ask you guys like uh, just a random question. But um, what is your favorite cameo in this movie? Oh, I think it's easy. I think Pee-wee would be all three of ours. I think really? Pee- yeah, Pee-wee's definitely up there. I'm trying to think who else pops no, up. No, no, I, but I'm, I'm not talking about who your favorite person is as a cameo. I'm talking about like who your favorite cameo is. Like, oh, they, in, like, general, like, in general. In general. Because oh, you, you would say OJ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, always. I, I'm serious. OJ's my favorite cameo in this movie because like he does he literally does what he does in the Naked Gun movies and it's and it's the funniest part in the whole but it's, movie. It's, he, not he, even, yeah. it's not even supposed to be Naked Gun though in this movie at least. Like, no, but so I'm, funny, no, I'm saying he, yeah. he's doing what he does in the Naked Gun yeah, movies where he's, he's like doing his he's looking like a, a total like buffoon and he like and it's hysterical. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Um, and caught me off guard with this one because I'm not really I sure might go with that movie. too, because that's the like the, the hardest I laughed in the movie is the people was, ones, yeah. The people the one goes sucks. on for like fifteen. Minutes. Oh, I know. It's very. I know yeah. who mine is. Yeah, it's probably uh up. It's up there for me. But uh, Matt Damon and Thor Ragnarok. When he's oh, uh, we're, talking about, we're talking about this movie. <laughs> oh, I thought you said. I thought you said cameo in in general. <laughs> I, I asked you. I asked you. I said yeah. In general, in general for this whole movie. Oh, for this whole movie. Well, yeah. Pee wee. Pee wee. Pee wee would be the person. I really? thought you. I, I yeah. was so confused when you're like. Uh, mine would be Matt Damon. I was like, Matt Damon? No, because I, 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 I asked, I was like, came from this movie. I said, Pee-wee, you said that doesn't count. I'm talking about regular cameos. So I was like, oh, like oh. It's in real movies. Because you guys all said Pee-wee. And I was yeah. like, I, what I meant by it is like your legit favorite cameo, not like who your favorite person is as oh. that cameo. You know what I mean? Because it's Pee-wee's, yeah, for all three of us, because we love, yeah. all three of us love Pee-wee. But his cameo in this movie sucks. And uh, it's like be, super uh, annoying and not it'd funny. The, it'd be the skipper. Really? Okay. So for, that's a good, like, for, yeah. for totally blocking uh, uh, Gilligan. Cock blocking. Yeah. yeah, dude. Majorly cock blocked uh, Gilligan at that bar. Dude, and he looked good for his age, didn't I'm he? Skipper Day. Day. Yeah. Pretty good looking. Yeah, yeah he showed up and I was like, he doesn't look at all different. Like, And he no. passed away only like three years after this movie. Mm, yeah. It's crazy. I read the guy who played like the head of the punk passed away. Yeah. A couple years after this as well. I saw that. Yeah. Um, like an emb- he had an embolism and yeah. died at oh, like 32, shit. I think. Very young. Um, he was like yeah. uh, 30 or something. Yeah. 30. Yeah, it was 32. Um, well, well, when did Annette, uh, Annette pass? Because she had a... Yeah. Did she have MS? Yeah, multiple sclero- uh, sclerosis. Yeah. Matt she said was, she had it during this. Yeah, yeah she, she got it during the movie. 87 diagnosed. Oh, wow. Hmm. Um, yeah. On a lighter note, um, the kid that's in this, did you re- read who he's related to? 
The kid from Return uh, of the Living Dead too. No, uh, he yeah. is the older brother, I think, of the main character of Three Ninjas. Um, his name is Ma- the kid. Is, the kid is Max Elliot. That's who his brother is. I don't know if he's the main character in Three Ninjas. Okay, I just know that the character, uh, the boy's name was Max Elliot. Max so, Elliot. He yeah. won. So oh, he was uh, Rocky from uh, he has Rocky pre- okay. previous episode Three Ninjas. Rocky's wow. the oldest one, right? Or no, yeah, not Rocky. I'm sorry. Uh, Cole. Oh, is it Cole? Which one's which one's the Tom middle? Tom's the youngest. Yeah, which one's like the 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 Rocky's, Rocky's the oldest. The oldest. Rocky's which one's the, the Raphael? Oh, the Raphael of the bunch. Is that Cole? Yes. So yeah, because yeah, Tom Tom's a little one, and yeah, yeah. So he's related to the actor who played Colt on Three Ninjas, uh, one through three. Oh wait, is that the movie where you guys fall asleep and I had to watch it by myself? Oh, uh, I think <laughs> in, I each, in each other's arms. Yeah, I think we ordered pizza. Yeah, we ordered pizza, and I think we all fell asleep for like. Uh, yeah, it was like, dude, for people who aren't familiar with the uh, the first season of uh, Cinema Cult, it was usually us, a bunch of little Caesars pizzas, PBR, and me and Hanto napping by the end of the movie with each other. (laughs) Page Master, I remember Page Master, you took a massive nap, (laughs) like for like three quarters. I think you were up for like maybe twenty minutes, and the rest of the movie was like, he's out. This is not yeah. a stretch. This is pretty good. Yeah. a little, uh, little nightcap and like a little blanket. <laughs> he's, he's well, he hit a feather was... above his mouth. Like... <laughs> 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 what was it? It was like Ernest Scared Stupid. Somebody fell asleep too. We're no, like, We're done. no, no, no. Ernest Scared Stupid. We just heart stopped during the recording. I don't know why. I, I remember why. So I remember, I remember why the too. Podcast, Chris. I was like, I remember halfway through it. I was like, so he drinks chocolate Miak chocolate miak and you guys are like completely quiet and i remember going what are we doing with this podcast <laughs> this that was like the real like what are we doing here <laughs> what is we have to woke up or like <laughs> what is this yeah <gasps> it's like uh <laughs> like, like uh george mcfly <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing with this podcast ah! trying to Drink turn me PBR. off like, <laughs> like beetlejuice you woke up like the mom from beetlejuice yeah <laughs> Turn the podcast yeah. off. <laughs> um, we should. We should. Re- I don't want to revisit Ernest Scared Stupid. I take it back. Um, so the movie continues on, and it kind of gets to the end when our two leads are kind of making amends with each other, and then at the same time, there's this big battle that's going to happen. And they, you, Hunter, yeah, you were kind of explaining it. They basically like reunite because it turns out Connie, you know, because Connie is the one that's been spending time with like Frankie the entire movie. And then I think Annette confronts Connie and he's like, she's like, basically, what are you talking about? He talks about you all the time. Like he loves you. And then they reconnect after that. And then I think this is the first instance of where you get like what the story was with the Humunga Kalabunga from down under. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He's telling it to like the entire, it's like a campfire tale uh, on the beach basically. And uh, you get the story with flashback and everything. And that's when you find out like why he kind of quit surfing in the first place and then uh i think cut to next day and you get your we're gonna battle for the beach competition between the the punkers and the uh you people whatever yeah Uh, and i think they uh they designate um lori laughlin's basically boyfriend as the the main server he's the best surfer on the beach and i think uh Frankie drops the surfboard on his foot and breaks his toes or something like that. And so now he has to surf yeah. instead. And he's got this kind of um, large uh, surfboard that he's using. Yeah. And uh, when, like, so there he shows up at the end for this big uh, challenge. We have like uh, Siskel and Ebert on the side. Yeah. Which is very random. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah it would be, it would make, it would make sense. If it was like a lean looking dude and a kind of a chub, chubby looking dude, but only one of them really looks like the character, yeah. I feel like, but it was just it's like unless you know who those people are, you're not going to get that. It's, it's dating itself again, which ironically, I told Matt. Uh, I guess they both gave it a thumbs up. This movie, yeah, I saw so, that. Um, but yeah, they have this. He has this big challenge. Uh, this huge wave comes in, and then the Turmoville people are like, "Dude, like get out of the water." I, and, I did. I was actually kind of chuckling that this dude was serious, like 
you know, I'm going to knife you or whatever. And he's like, come back. You're going to get killed. <laughs> right. It's like the, just a like complete 180 on the character. Agreed. We're going to, I want to go back for a second. Uh, Cause I didn't bring this up, but um, uh, one of the parts I did like laugh at was the, the watchtower with all the surfers. Oh yeah. It's and like they're watching all the alert, waves. Basically. Yeah, I like this a lot. And like this guy that was like running it, he was pretty funny. I don't don't remember this. It's uh, like it's after the night that Frankie is drinking, right? Okay. He passes out in the watchtower. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then there's like 10 people and they all wake up and there's this big wave coming in, you know, like yelling at each other, like there's a wave coming in. And then they slide down this Ghostbusters pole and everybody's running into the water. Yeah, I like this a lot. I wish they would have um, like I, I wish they would have focused on more characters like like this group of characters, or whatever. Sure, I agree. Yeah, of jumping around. Actually, you know what? If anything, this movie I don't know why. I don't know if it was the vibe. I don't know if there was an actor that was in this. I was in this movie. I'm thinking of. Uh, it made me really want to watch Real Genius for some reason, and I don't know why. Uh, no clue why, but I'm throwing it out there so maybe we can do that for Back to School Month because it's such a good movie. Is it because uh, Matt looks kind of like Val Kilmer's character with that? Search, I thought uh, that yeah. Yeah. with my with my uh, uh, my quarters made out of ice. And your tall hair going on. Yeah. Oh man. Matt, were you, Matt, I'm sorry. What were you going to say about the the, uh, the tower scene? Okay, so the tower scene. So uh, it's the night after he parties really hard from breaking up with his wife. Yeah. Um, and his future son-in-law makes him a wake-up drink. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. And it's what like, was it? It was Pepsi? Tylenol, Pepsi, Alka Seltzer, instant coffee, and Pepsi. Yeah. And he says, This is he's like Keith Richards lives by these. Oh, yeah. I looked this, I looked this up. This is legit. Keith, this is Keith Richards, like I uh I made a joke re- that like this remedy. Is, I made a joke that this is not his remedy, and it was just a lot of different drugs, but that's crazy. Yeah, that yeah look it up. Like, Type in Keith Richards hangover remedy and it, Google will give you the recipe and it's the whole recipe that the kid makes. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. I would love to try this next time. Like I wish we would, we actually, uh, the three of us went on a pub crawl a couple weeks ago and I was pretty hungover the next day. I, I wish think, I would have watched. I don't think my beforehand. stomach would have been able to support this remedy. I was like, uh, what's her name? Violet uh, from uh, Willy Wonka. The next Violet, one. you're turning Violet. <laughs> uh, no, I would love to try it out and see if it works. Ooh. I would try it. I don't think it's going to do much. Um, I don't think it would do much to take them. I mean, you take them separately, they're going to do the exact same thing. I don't think it's a big. I know we talked about this off podcast, but yeah. I don't know. I, I say next time we next time we have a bad hangover, let's try it out. I'm not. I'm not against it, but we got to make sure we have that stuff on hand. We got to have instant coffee and tylenol um, yeah, yeah and pepsi and alka-seltzer alka-seltzer that's right um i do want to bring up something but we're at the end of the movie so let me wrap this up real quick so our main character wins the surfing contest there's this whole thing while he's surfing it's obviously a green screen yeah and he's like putting or he's chipping off the surfboards the guy like stands they, up and like do, asks do his autographs. i'm assuming they do this in uh in beach movies they do I don't think they do, maybe, but I think they're making the fun fake, of the green screen. Maybe it's the yes. background. Yeah. That's what I assume. Yeah. Um, they do this earlier he, in the movie when uh, Annette is with the um, the Speedo guy. Yeah. Uh, I made a joke. I was like, oh, that's funny that they're just like on a movie screen, but it turns out that they're actually surfing at night because it cuts to, it's like, I'll take you surfing. And it, t- it turned like cuts to movie screen, basically there. And it like cuts to the beach. And they're like clearly walking like as if they just got back from the water from the water yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh yeah so i don't know if that's actually like a thing they did i just assumed they're making fun of the green screen thing yeah but um he wins the competition everybody's excited and then it cuts to like this one like last after scene and it feels like it was just like thrown on it's like annette and him walking down the sand and that's like she's like i don't know what she says but she's like aren't we the annoying, aren't we an annoying couple or aren't we, I can't remember what she says exactly, but she made this comment to the camera and then it cuts. It's yeah, a it really kind of, weird. It's kind of awkward because it was like almost like a punchline that they had been building up to, but they don't really like, like it seemed out of place in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost as bad as that ending scene in Top Gun where like know, where they're they, in the bar and they're about to kiss and it just fades to black for some reason. And it's like, yeah, we'll just end the movie. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the part where they're like cheering and you're like, oh, Tim Robbins. Wow. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa. Whoa. 
Get out of the way, Tim Robbins. Howard the Duck fame, wow. <laughs> the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> You're here, you Shawshank, made it. Shawshank himself, wow. <laughs> That's a big twist in the movie whenever he came out. They're like, yeah, and then it's a straightforward movie. And then you're like, oh man, Tim Robbins was that guy the entire time. Yeah, and my Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so I do want to talk about something, but let's finish this up. Back to the Beach, 1987, 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. Honto, what would you give it? Uh, I'd probably do like maybe in this like 62. 62? Okay. 62. Why is that? Um, I I like the music a lot in this movie. Okay. I own I own this guy right here. Oh god. Of course. I knew you did. I knew you did. I was thinking that while watching this movie, and I'm like, I wonder if Honto has this sound. I like this, I like the soundtrack a lot. Hey, like can you it. show it to us really quick? The back of it? Like, I want to see what's on it. Like uh, it's gonna be hard this, to see. Um, okay, is well here. I'll just ask you questions. Like you can actually see more right here. So is Pee Wee on it? Yeah. Yeah, I see Pee Wee, and then the the ska ones on there, Jamaican yeah. ska. Yeah. And then is the is the punk song on there? Uh, which one is that? I don't know. There's like a. Uh, I don't think it is. I feel like I remember reading. Oh, it's white. Not put on the soundtrack. Little, you're thinking of white. <laughs> yeah, that punk song. <laughs> I like this. I like it a lot. Uh, the movie didn't quite hit the same uh, notes when I watched as a kid. I remember liking it as a kid. Uh, it just seemed off with the comedy for me. Um, there was potential in the beginning, especially with the Frankie Avalon when he's like on the plane. He's just like the Susie Woozy, but wavy baby or whatever. And then it was like, and it really like, throws up. Yeah. yeah. It was border borderline uh, freak territory comedy. Uh, yeah, it was Ooh, good. Yeah, it was good like call. borderline. Yeah. I was like, oh wow, it's going in the direction of freak. I cannot wait for the rest of this movie. And yeah. then it just didn't really hit that that level for me. You know so what comedy it kind of reminded me of that you brought that up. Did you ever see that uh, Tom Arnold movie that John Landis directed, uh, Into the Night? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the Stupids. Oh, I think it's called the stupid. I've, I've never seen it. I've never seen. You know it. what I'm talking about, dude. That's know, weird. You said it because the cover of like the, uh... Hanto's record looked like that cover. Yes, um, of the really? stupids. Yes, yeah. I um, think it's called the stupids, right? It is. I never saw He's it. wearing that yeah. hat that like the barbershop quartet hat. I think. Yeah, um, or Kolchak hat. I guess the Kolchak hat. Nice. I never saw it. Did you actually watch it, Matt? Uh, Comedy Central. It's one of those yeah. Comedy Central movies. Characters um, welcome. Um, but no, is that your you also Hanto? Sorry, yeah, I cut you yeah. off, Hanto. Yeah. No, I was gonna say music. Like the music a lot. Uh, I've listened to it even before owning the uh, the soundtrack. I I just like surf music a lot, so it kind of it's kind of nice yeah. to have it. Okay. But yeah, basically what I said doesn't hit the okay. right notes for me. Sixty five, uh, correct? Like sixty two. Okay. Yeah. All right, Matt. What do you got, buddy? Uh, I'd probably give it a fifty. Okay. Um, it just honestly, for me, it needs like better writing because there's a lot of scenes that like I felt like should have played as uh, better jokes with punchlines at the end of the scenes. Yeah. And then like there are certain scenes that they would kind of set them up and then they wouldn't go anywhere and they just go to the next scene and it's like, or, was there a joke in there somewhere? Like randomly cut to different scenes and then like you're like, wait, the joke wasn't finished yet and you're just cutting yeah. and stuff. I mm -hmm. want to say it was supposed to be more. Like what I read, it was supposed to be more spoof heavy. Okay. The original director, I think, was talking about how he wanted it to be more spoof heavy. Um, and it was a, girl, uh, a woman directed this movie. Uh, hold on. Um, it is. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, cool. Matt's giving us dead air. He's and doing his uh, his best Ferris Bueller. Oh, Christ! Uh, 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 Christ! Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm waking my computer up. But, uh, <laughs> all right, Matt, we're moving on. So, no, they, like, the original the director, that, he didn't, like, the, the original director before this girl got team uh, on and got hired. Okay. Uh, she, like, he was saying that, like, I wanted to make it more spoof heavy. And uh, um, Frankie Avalon was like, no, I don't want to make it spoof heavy. Well, that's the weird thing with this movie is it, feel, it feels like it doesn't know what it wants to be. If it wants to be spoof or if it wants to be just regular. Uh, yeah. Like a straightforward comedy. And I kind of wish I it, it it starts off like it's going to go that spoof route and it never fulfills that like yeah. that awakening. I, have a, I feel uh, like it should be stupid comedy 
And that's why, okay, so that, what I'm, anyways, what I'm saying, sorry, that was, a lot, I took the back roads on that one instead of the highway. So 50%, because I feel like it needs to be funnier and it needs to really like make fun of why these beach movies are stupid. Yeah. You know, like, like nobody, the way Naked nobody Gun- acknowledges the, the stupidness of what's going on, basically. Yeah. Like Naked Gun's great because it makes fun of uh, noirs, like with yeah. cops, mm-hmm. like cop noir movies. But going to, um, um, I'm sorry, going to a Brady Bunch, like they, the people in the outside of the Brady Bunch reality or whatever, mm-hmm. they are constantly pointing out they look weird, like they don't fit in this time and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I would have helped. That original Great. director was James Comack, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, like he was originally okay. going to direct it, and then like he did, he's like, I didn't want to do it because they didn't want to make it. They basically didn't want to like camp it up. They didn't yeah. want to spoof it. Yeah. Um, and to so piggyback yeah. off you though, I, I think I'll go forty five percent, and um, they should have went more spoof heavy because like it starts off spoof heavy, goes kind of normal, yeah. and then at the end when he surfs and wins, it goes back to spoof, and I just feel like it's a very uneven script. We'll put it that way. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I just feel like it doesn't know what it needs to be. Um, I like surf stuff. I love surf music. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just fine. I wish I liked it more than I did. I just wish it had a tighter script, a more even script. Yeah. That's what I wish. So, um, um, what was I, good. I uh, don't regret watching the movie. I just, it, it had potential to be better than it was. Yeah. 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 That's a good way to put it. Um, I would like to, honestly, next summer, I would love to do a beach movie month. I know that's, it'd be different from a summer vacation movie. But movies that are about like beaches, you know, about going to the beach, like the beach, it, yeah, uh, the, the beach. beach. Uh, isn't there a movie called? Isn't there a movie called Beaches? With uh, yes. Ben Midler. Yeah, we could do uh, Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I would love to do like, uh, yeah, there's some beach movies on the list that like I've always been, I've always meant yeah. to watch, and yeah, I mean. Go outside of our but bounds a little bit. Regardless, Matt, not you, Matt. Other Matt who requests this, thank you for the request. We appreciate yes. it. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we're going to take a little bit of a break here for July, uh, just for vacations, just to kind of rejuvenate. Um, trying to do that every couple months just to stay on the groove. Uh, but before we go to that break, I just want to say I watched Heat after Matt said he gave it 100%. Oh, wow. And for a two-hour and 50-minute movie, it's pretty solid. Everything is pretty much on point. I think the diner scene is an awesome scene. Um, Dude, the only on thing the, that lacks okay. is the ending. I think the last like three minutes are like, eh. Really? Yeah, I think oh it just ends. God. I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Here's my one F-bomb. It Fuck was such you, a like... Dude. <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of Val, speak, speaking of Val Kilmer in both Heat and McGoover yeah. when it happens to him. Dude, the ending <laughs> right. is great man that movie song and like oh it's good it's just i, I want it's such a tight movie and then that last like three minutes i was like okay dude but, my favorite part my favorite line in that movie is in that diner scene when he's talking about like he's like uh al pacino's that makes that comment he's like i don't know how to do anything else and robert nero's like yeah me neither and it's yeah, like I oh it's so i haven't seen cool. this movie uh all the way or begin to end since i was a kid probably I'm yeah for, i might be due for uh, a viewing of this gosh movie. It is it's perfect. It is perfect. I own it if you movie. need it. You know, movie's also um, perfect. Black Hat, also Michael Mann, perfect movie. Really? No, He's lying. It's, oh, it's okay. I liked it though. I'm like in the minority of people who I like say, that it. Movie. Was panned pretty hard. Yeah, I get. Yeah, it. I want to watch it. It's way too long. I would say it's way too long. Really? Uh, kind of like, kinda like some, our podcast. Yeah, I think so. This yeah. uh, beach, back to the beach uh, themed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Black Hat action sequences are pretty stellar. Really? Cool. Yeah, pretty okay. cool. you're really talking it, it up. I'm gonna check it out. It's never streaming anywhere. I know it was on. I, it was on Netflix, and I just coincidentally, uh, I think I listened to one of our episodes recently, and I we were talking about Black Hat. So, oh, really? That's uh, random. Yeah, I yeah. never watched. Yeah, it, wait, is it streaming right now on Netflix? No, no, no. When we talked, when I talked about, it, which is like maybe year one. Or year oh, two, okay. It was on Netflix, but I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Okay. Yeah, I really want to watch it, but. Um, let's go through our next few months coming up after July so we can take any requests that are needed. Um, so we decided that August is listener request month. Anything goes. September, back to school month. Movies revolving around school. October is obviously Halloween month. So we're trying to stick to like every October doing Stephen King movies. So Stephen King requests would be great. We also cover the new Halloween movie, obviously. I can't see why we wouldn't. 
Yeah. And then November, James Bond month. And then December, we'll do a couple Christmas movies. I mean, like we usually do like a horror Christmas movie and a regular Christmas movie, something along those lines. Yeah, we are running out though for Christmas uh, movies. For you know how many, you know how many like, uh, horror uh, Christmas Silent movies? Night, Deadly Nights there are. That's the next. <laughs> and we won't, we've only touched the first one. We got lots more to four go. Four more. Oh, yeah, man. four more to go. One of which is like eighty nine dollars or whatever on that. Card. I will. Yeah. S- I will say though, I want to do. I want to do a list episode coming up. I know it's a lot of work, but I really want to do a list episode with you guys. We haven't What's done a list one in a while. Episode? Please tell so we'll us. We'll do our, our top fives. Oh, uh, yeah. We missed this year because of uh, the piece of shit pandemic that happened. Oh, no. Matt's talking about, yeah. I, think he's, I think he's trying to talk about like a Christmas episode, right? Or, or how Halloween. we did that. We oh. do a Halloween episode. Or Christmas oh, episode. yeah. Doesn't, we, can do, we can do a video episode now that uh, yeah. we're, we're vaxxed and ready to... Kiss. Talk about movies again. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would love to do that. Maybe towards, um, maybe we could do like a, a Halloween one, like you said, or something like that. Um, yeah, but yeah. So that's the next. Uh, that's the rest of the year. If you have any requests, you can hit us up on Facebook or you can email us at cinemacoldpodcast at gmail.com And like I said, we are taking a little bit of a break, so expect some more some newer episodes in August. But in the August, meantime, please, I, I am going to uh, try and post some uh, older episodes. So. Uh, cool. Cool. Maybe we should collaborate and figure out what those should be. I'm yeah on board. Uh, but in the meantime, enjoy your summer. Please take care of yourselves. Be safe. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And we'll see you next time.